Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. All right, so let's start with some new breaking news. An IRS whistleblower that has come forward now says the total amount of money that Hunter Biden received from overseas business deals that he was able to verify came to $8.3 million between 2014 and 2019. But they were not allowed, he says, to ask questions about the involvement of the big guy, Joe Biden, and how much money was going into his bank accounts, because we know there's more than $10 million just from the Chinese communist CEFE deal when Hunter Biden was sitting next to Joe Biden on that couch, I guess the house saying, my father's sitting here right next to me and I want this money and it better be here. And sure enough, it showed up within a week, over $5 million into their bank account. Bam. Now, the whistleblower has come forward and he was asked the question like, why did you do this? The whistleblower said he felt like he had to listen. And as far as following the money, did you get that far down the investigative track? Concerning Hunter Biden, I feel like we have a very good grasp on, on the income flows. Yes. And is it millions? Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It was, it was around $8.3 million in from 2014 to 2019. How many times have you ever spoken to your son about his overseas business dealings? I've never spoken to my son about his overseas business dealings. And as far as the president's involvement in that? So 
that's kind of the crux of, of one of the issues here is that we weren't allowed to ask questions about dad. We weren't allowed to ask about the big guy. We weren't allowed to in, include uh, uh, certain names and document requests and search warrants. So, um, you know, we were precluded from following that line of questioning. Are you convinced, looking back at this now, that this was an effort to protect President Biden and his family? Uh, I mean, we were conducting an investigation of Hunter Biden, and we were trying to follow the normal process. We were trying to get to the bottom of it, and ultimately, you know, if it was going to lead to another individual, you know, we should follow that to uh, to determine what is actually happening. Um, but you know, there were definitely hindrances that I've never seen before in my 14 years concerning this investigation that didn't allow us to follow through on investigation of, uh, of, of, of any other individual to include President Biden. Tracking the money, how did it go? Where do you think it is? The money that Hunter Biden earned? Well, Where he spent it? Yeah, I mean, a lot of it is, is, is spent. But as far as the investigation goes, that was part of it tracking where it came from, where it went to. Oh, absolutely. And yes. you had that down? We feel like we did, but there were certain things that, you know, when, when prosecutors don't allow you to put the subject's name on document requests or on, or on search warrants, then, you know, it, it raises the possibility that there's more information out there we didn't find, but, um, but based on all of the financial records that we did find, you know, they've been, they've been analyzed. And it was around 8.3 million he received from who they came from from china from cefc came from ukraine and from romania and um you know even even the burisma money and and, and it's kind of a aspect that we didn't get into but um the 2014 and 2015 tax years when the burisma money was coming in i mean to this day um, um there's still around four hundred thousand dollars of unreported income from Burisma in 2014. Hunter Biden was told by his partner, Eric Schwerin, that he needed to amend his returns, and he never did. So DC U.S. Attorney's Office declining those charges, David Weiss requesting special counsel authority and being denied, and then the statute of limitations then expires in November or December of 2022. So those years are gone, and there's no way to recoup the, 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 the money from that Burisma income. No way to recoup it. So maybe the reason why this thing took five years is they were waiting for the statute of limitations to run out. That that's what's basically being said here. You 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 let it run out, right? You you let all this cash just kind of disappear, and then you can't go back and recoup it because the statute of limitations has run out. Now the number of dollars coming in, it keeps growing because more people keep coming forward with evidence. When we started this show, the dollar amount was not where I'm about to tell you it is. Because now we're getting news being reported by the New York Post, the same people that reported the Hunter Biden laptop and then the whole organization, the deep state, the FBI. The media suppressed that story and said it wasn't real. The same people that broke this entire story from its beginning are now saying that overseas payments to the Biden family could actually exceed $40 million in a new interview with James Comer. James Comer is now calling it organized 
crime. Members of President Biden's family may have accepted an excess of $40 million from foreign nationals in exchange for favorable policy decisions. The Kentucky Republican said his panel has now identified six specific policy decisions where Biden, who's 80, took actions that indicated he may have been compromised during a appearance on a new radio show in New York. Comer noted that of the six policy decisions, four of them were made while Joe Biden was president early on, where we can we cannot come to any other conclusion as to why these decisions were made other than the fact that this is president is compromised. This was organized crime. There's no other way to define it. Comer then said the how the oversight committee chairman explained that as recently as in the last five days, this panel has obtained banking statements in the last five days and suspicious activity reports that show more bank accounts, more shell companies and more Biden's being involved in the family's overseas influence peddling scheme. Quote, we're going to try to determine how much money the Biden's took and what role Joe Biden played in all of this. It's a huge puzzle. Comer said of the investigation. But now for the first time, they're saying we know what the payoffs were. Comer has identified six policy decisions president biden has made that indicate he was compromised around 30 to 40 different banks and about that many different shell companies this is an organized attempt by the biden family to hide the source of money going into these shell companies and to distract from the irs so they wouldn't have to pay taxes on it and that's exactly what the irs whistleblowers alleged in the transcribed interviews with the ways and means committee that the Biden family never paid money on any of these wires that came into these shell companies. The IRS whistleblower, as you just heard that I just played for you, said that in 17 and 18 alone, first son Hunter Biden ducked 1.2 million tax bill and that there is likely hundreds of thousands of dollars more in income that, from previous years that he failed to report that will never be able to get back because of statute of limitations. I mean, to this day, there's still around 400,000 of unreported income from Burisma Holdings in 14. Hunter Biden was told by his partner, yeah, you need to amend your returns, and he never did. Comer told the uh, radio show that he was confident his investigation will prove the Biden family racked in at least $17 million from overseas, but that the transactions could exceed now $40 million plus. Comer has also identified now a total of nine members of the Biden family, including Hunter, the president's brother, James Biden, his, his brother's wife, Sarah Biden, the widow of the president's late son, Beau Biden, Hallie Biden, Hunter's current wife, Melissa Biden, and Hunter's ex-wife, Kathleen Biden, as having allegedly received foreign income from these schemes. Wow. Now, before I get into more of this story, I want to say thank you and tell you about our good friends at Patriot Mobile. They are now offering a performance guarantee. If you're not happy with your coverage, you can switch between the three major carriers for free. Yeah, Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. They offer nationwide coverage on the best G4 and G5 networks, the same network and towers you're using right now. The difference is not only do you get the same great quality that you're used to but they actually are a company that fights to preserve our god-given rights and freedoms so this year resolve to stop spending your money with companies that don't align with your values in fact actually fight against what you believe in 
Switch to Patriot Mobile. You'll be supporting First and Second Amendment groups, the rights of unborn children, and even helping with adoptions. It is easy to switch. Call them right now or go online to patriotmobile.com slash Ferguson. That's patriotmobile.com slash Ferguson or call them 878-PATRIOT. You're going to get free activation with the offer code Ferguson. That's 878-PATRIOT or patriotmobile.com slash Ferguson. Meanwhile, as for that laptop, an IRS whistleblower who testified before the House Ways and Means Committee said federal investigators flat out knew in December of 2019 that Biden's laptop was not manipulated in any way, quote unquote, and contained reliable evidence, quote unquote, but were obstructed from seeing all available information. Nearly a year before former intelligence officials and Joe Biden himself declared the laptop was part of Russian disinformation campaign, which we know was a lie. The whistleblower, Gary Shapley Jr., who was the supervisor of the investigation at the IRS, said that, quote, at every stage of the Biden probe, decisions were made that, quote, had the effect of benefiting the subject of the investigation. That would be Hunter Biden and Joe Biden. Shapley testified that the investigation, codenamed Sportsman, was open in November of 2018 as an offshoot of an IRS investigation to a foreign-based amateur online pornography platform. Testimony released by the committee did not include any further explanation of how the pornography outlet and Biden were linked. So this all started, just so you know, because of porn. The investigation had previously been believed to have been uh, looked at in part by suspicious foreign transactions that came in with large financial movements, meaning money was moving from one account to another. Nearly a year later, in October of 2019, the IRS whistleblower Shapley said the FBI, quote, became aware that a repair shop had a laptop allegedly belonging to Hunter Biden and that the laptop might contain evidence of a crime. Quote, the FBI verified its authenticity of that laptop in November of 2019 by matching the device number against Hunter Biden's Apple Cloud ID. The whistleblower states, quote, when the FBI took possession of the device in December of 2019, they notified the IRS that it is likely contained evidence of, quote, tax crimes, quote, unquote. Okay, so you look at all of that that I just said, all right? And you put all that together. So let me now go to something else. James Comer last night was on Hannity and did a long sit down about where we are, regardless of the plea deal. I want you to hear what James Comer had to say on Fox relating to all of this in a live studio audience with Hannity. Listen, a lot of applause because you have been unrelenting in your pursuit. It's not been easy to get those suspicious activity reports. It's not been easy to get the FBI director to give you the 1023 form. It's not been easy to get these whistleblowers, convince them uh, victims of retribution to come talk to your your committee and others. Yeah. Well, and remember, with the suspicious activity reports, one reason they blocked us early on, Sean, they said, well, there's nothing to see here. You, you won't find anything. Well, here's what we found when we gained access to the suspicious activity reports on the Bidens. We found that uh, the president did uh, have transactions that went to his family members while he was vice president. That was something the media said never happened. They always said the 
the wire transfers happened after he left office. We proved that they happened while he was vice president, and we proved that nine Biden family members were a part of the influence peddling scheme, not just the president's son and, and his And brother. they were funneling this money through LLCs. They were funneling through LLCs. We knew about several LLCs, but when we got access to Treasury, we found more LLCs. So we found more shell accounts, more bank accounts, and more Bidens who were involved in the influence peddling scheme. Now, today, we've requested more information. We're going to request more suspicious activity reports relating to Burisma. Now, I read today that Burisma money was funneled to China and then returned to the Bidens in the form of, quote, loans. Mm-hmm. Um, is that to avoid taxes? Is that a forgivable loan with no interest, like we had heard might have happened with $5 million? Do we know anything about that? All we know is in the Form 1020, the FBI Form 1020, the, the 1020 ol- or 1023? 1023. Okay. The oligarch bragged that investigators, it would take 10 years to find all the different transactions that they uh, gave, that they used to launder the money to the Bidens. So we think they used uh, through loans. We think they transferred through other countries. We think they transferred through stocks. Uh, We requested stock accounts in addition to bank accounts. So we're, we're going through this, but we also have information that would lead us to believe there's information in suspicious activity reports where banks realized what was going on. They, they are pretty cat, quick to catch money laundering. And that's what all the banks did in the previous suspicious activity reports. They detected money laundering. But these are LLCs laundering. that were not legitimate businesses. Right. They and were the there to receive that. money and redistribute money. Absolutely. Fair statement? By, by the way, did you hear what he just said there? He said this because this has become so normal to them right now because they were investigating so much of it. They said the banks knew it. The banks knew that these LLCs that were funneling this money and washing this money and going back and forth and massive amounts of money, he said the banks knew they weren't legitimate businesses. So when you have over 100 suspicious activity reports, they're basically flagging every transaction that's coming in that's with big dollar signs next to it. Because they know, and the banks know, that if they don't fill out those reports, then they're in serious trouble. Right? They know that they're in serious, serious, serious trouble if they do not fill out these forms. Once you fill those forms out, then the banks are like, hey, we did our job. We filled out that suspicious activity report. We're good. We filled it out. We've checked those boxes. We're admitting that it's shady as hell. We're admitting that this is money laundering or or we believe it's money laundering. Here you go, government. Now you know about it. And we're going to keep these transactions coming in at our bank. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, 
They all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. So let's go back to more of what James Comer had to say with Hannity. These suspicious activity reports are flowing in. The banks are writing them up as fast as the money's being funneled. The, 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 the suspicious activity reports are tying them to virtually every fake company, every fake LLC. And what is the government doing when they get these reports? Not a damn thing because they're, they're tied to the Biden crime family. Keep listening. It gets even better. And when you set up a bunch of shell companies for the sole purpose of laundering money, that's called racketeering. The banks knew exactly what the Bidens were doing. That's why they filed so many suspicious activity reports against the Bidens. What we're requesting now are suspicious activity reports relating to anyone that was involved in Burisma, because we believe this will help us track the $10 million that the oligarch said he sent to both Joe Biden and Hunter Biden. So you're the chairman of the very powerful and important House Government Reform Oversight Committee. Now, uh, what do you make of these WhatsApp messages? The Bidens are the best I know at doing exactly what the chairman wants from this partnership. Now, that's a message from Hunter uh, to this Chinese energy company uh, chairman that he's talking about. And they ended up getting, you know, what, a week after that, that WhatsApp exchange, $5 million? Less than a week. It, it shows that this president's compromised. That's why we're investigating Joe Biden. We believe there's a reason that his family's received millions and millions of dollars from our adversaries, including China. We believe that he's compromised, and we believe that answers some of the questions as to why he has energy policy that puts America last and China first. This family's taken too much money from too many of our adversaries around the world for Joe Biden not to have to repay them in the form of bad policy. Okay, we have six whistleblowers going before the House Ways and Means Committee, and you're, you're in touch yes, with all of absolutely. this. Absolutely. Okay, what do you make of this other WhatsApp message? I'm sitting here with my father, and we would like to understand why the commitment made has not been fulfilled. Tell the director that I would like to resolve this now before it gets out of hand, and now means tonight. He's like doing, I want to say, as Vito Corleone. <laughs> That if this is not resolved tonight, I will do what I have to do. Yeah. Uh, and he goes on and he says, and Z, if I get a call or text from anyone other than you, Zhang, or the chairman, I will make certain that between the man sitting next to me, Joe Biden, and every person he knows, and my ability to forever hold the grudge that you will regret not following my direction. I am waiting. I am sitting here waiting for the call with my father. Mm -hmm. Well, that would be a direct implication of Pops, who's also implicated in the in the laptop has given half his income to. Right. Well, what we're going to see at this play out in the House Oversight Committee is that Joe Biden set up all of these deals initially. He was not only uh, not only did he know about them, he was a central figure in them. There's no way China's going to send five million dollars to Hunter Biden because he threatened him in a text message. It's because Joe Biden had met with him first and he had promised him things. He'd either already delivered and wanted the payment or he was going to deliver. And the whole business model that China was using the Bidens for was to be able to take Chinese money and start buying as many industries and as many businesses in America as they could because there were they barriers had, to entry. Hunter had no experience None. in energy. No. None. None. 
And it wasn't just energy. It was anything they could invest in because there are barriers to entry for China. We don't want China taking over important industries in America. They were using the Bidens what to navigate the, the, the bureaucracy. What did the chairman expect from the Bidens? I'm sorry? What did the, what did the chairman that the, they're kissing the ass of want from the Bidens? They expected complete loyalty, and they expected them to deliver on the, on the money that they had paid them. They want access to the government at the highest levels. Chairman Comer, great to see you in studio. Appreciate it. I mean, you hear what he had to say there, and it's incredibly damning information. We have no, and again, I, I go back to Secretary Yellen must hand over all suspicious activity reports related to Burisma and the Biden bribery record. We have no comments. The FBI did anything to verify allegations that the then Vice President Biden solicited and received bribes in the tens of millions of dollars. It's not really an accusation anymore. It's more of a just a simple issue of follow the money. Now, there's also something else that's happening right now. Pressure is now growing on this judge that's going to see Hunter Biden next month to reject Hunter Biden's plea deal amid the evidence that the the Department of Justice clearly was interfering. And this is part of the story that people have not been talking about. If the judge on the Hunter Biden case is paying attention to what's going on, I think he would refuse to accept the plea agreement. And that's what Alan Dershowitz recently said in an interview. He believes that this has just gone too far. He said this shouldn't be signed off on. Former Congressman Doug Collins said this yesterday on TV. Listen working and he said something Hmm. profound to me today which is he's given a lot of thought of this and he believes the judge should refuse the plea bargain for hunter biden until these issues of was uh merrick garland telling the truth was the u.s attorney kept Hmm. from really investigating the crimes your thoughts on the judge's uh, uh independence to maybe say you know what i've seen too much i don't want this plea deal done i've seen too much i don't want this plea deal done that's the question and listen to doug collins response to that uh, exactly. I mean, I think Alan may be onto something here because everybody just believes that a, the plea deal is just going to go through. And no, the judge has to sign off on a That's plea right. deal and they can ask for documents. They can ask for even testimony if they wanted to, to say, is this, a you know, looking at it from the perspective of, is this a right sentence? And look, even look, I may have my problems with the criminal justice system and I have my problems with BOP and over criminalization of some things. But when you're just as blatant as you are with Hunter Biden's charges and you're blatant with the fact I, I've said this before, especially that gun charge bothers me more than anything because that pretrial diversion means that he can buy a gun later after he lied i don't really want to hear the left ever lecture me again on taking my guns give me a break if you wanted to stand up for gun and you thought guns were bad then you would stand up more on this one so i think the judge has a very i think alan has a very valid point there that is something that the judge could do i would hope that they would and not just rubber stamp uh what the department of justice looks to be just pushing this off uh and to try and expediently get rid of it yeah Right. You're just trying to get rid of it. You're trying to move on as fast as you can. And now pressure is growing on this judge to maybe do the right thing and say, hey, no, I'm not going to approve because the judge could stop this deal. The judge could stop this deal and he could say, hey, this plea agreement, I believe, is tainted. This plea agreement doesn't make sense based on the crimes committed. You know, you look at Grassley. He's the one yelling right now about this, saying, hey, this plea deal is terrible. This plea deal should have never happened. And you've got evidence from IRS whistleblowers, the supervisory criminal investigative agent, 
Gary Shapley and other whistleblowers of federal prosecutors block search warrants, blocked interviews, and block serious crimes from being charged against Hunter Biden. And when you have these allegations from someone from within saying, I couldn't do my job, this judge should look at that. And Shapley making these allegations first to the Justice Department Inspector General, and they did nothing. Then he had to go to the House Ways and Means Committee. And then he did an interview that aired, right? I, 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 I mean, this is an interview that aired that this judge would know about, detailing how career agents, career prosecutors, the DOJ tax division, the lead U.S. attorney, David Weiss, were supporting charging Hunter Biden with felonies, alleging tax evasion and avoidance all the way back 2014, totaling $2.2 million dollars including failing to pay taxes on $400,000 in income he got from the Ukrainian energy firm Burisma Holdings. Chapley said President Joe Biden's son was sparred the more serious charges when the U.S. attorney in D.C. and L.A., both appointed by Biden, declined Weiss's request for an indictment, and then the status of statute of limitations on the older alleged offense were all allowed to expire. They did everything they could to make sure that they couldn't do their job while the Attorney General of the United States of America said they could do whatever they needed to do wherever they needed to do it. And then all of a sudden, Hunter Biden now strikes a deal with Weiss to plead guilty to two misdemeanor tax evasion charges from 17 and 18, enter enter a probation program that would result in felony gun charges being dismissed. When he goes before this judge on July the 26th in federal court in Delaware, this judge uh, should look at this as the and I agree with the for, with, with 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 Harvard law professor Alan Dershowitz, who said, you know, look, an unbiased supporter of Joe Biden agreed there's good reason for this judge to set aside the plea deal and seek to investigate the whistleblower allegations. He said it's concerning that the whistleblower's testimony directly conflicts with the Attorney General Merrick Garland's testimony here, and there's no interfe- that there was no interference in the probe. Clearly, there was right saying, quote. If I were the judge on the Hunter Biden case, Dershowitz said, I would refuse to accept the plea bargain unless and until Garland and Weiss testify. What they've said is utterly incompatible with one another. The Wall Street Journal also published an opinion piece by the former head of the DOJ's tax division that declared the interference Shapley's team faced was unprecedented. And it was appropriate to throw Hunter Biden's plea deal in the trash. Judges, by the way, can. They have the power to reject plea agreements. That would be an appropriate disposition here. And Congress, in fulfilling its oversight obligation, must learn and share with the American public all the evidence that the IRS gathered, what evidence its agents weren't permitted to obtain, and what charges might have been brought if they had been. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Several members of Congress, by the way, have said now they are considering filing requests with this judge urging this judge to hold off accepting the plea deal know that it's not been done yet right so this is a way to do it this is how you work this out you you send a letter to this judge you say hey please don't accept this plea deal because there's so much information coming out and we want you to look at it things have changed since this deal was agreed to whistleblowers have come forward since this deal was agreed to This plea deal doesn't make sense anymore, given the seriousness of the allegations made by these IRS whistleblowers and this FBI informant. That's something the judge could do. The judge could not rubber stamp this deal. The Department of Justice and what they're trying to do is get it rubber stamped, right? Move forward so there's no way to go backwards. Now, in testimony released last Thursday... This IRS whistleblower said the political meddling was so extensive in the Biden probe that, quote, there is no way of knowing if evidence of other criminal activity exists concerning Hunter Biden or President Biden. What IRS and FBI agents are now saying because of the plea deal that they're certain of is that there's nobody else that would get this deal. A career tax prosecutor signing off after receiving a detailed prosecution recommendation memo was that evidence supporting the charging of the first son with failing to pay large sums of taxes and in some years even to file tax returns, both whistleblowers said was there and they refused to charge with those crimes. The report includes itemized elements of each violation for each year. This recommended felony tax evasion charge That's 7201 is tax evasion, and 7206 is a false tax return, also a felony, for the tax years 14, 18, and 19. They explained in his transcribed whistleblower interview with the House Ways and Means Committee that they've refused to look at these. He also said, and for Title 267203, which is a failure to file or pay, that is a misdemeanor charge. That was on the table for 15, 16, 17, 18, and 19. Asked to summarize the magnitude of the unpaid taxes. The whistleblower did not hesitate, saying altogether it was around $2.2 million of unpaid tax. He also matter-of-factly described what he said was a scheme, calling attention to one memo between Hunter Biden and his business associate from 17, saying, quote, the crutch of this as I understand it, is that Hunter Biden had a history of noncompliance with his taxes. He would often get large sums of money and wouldn't withhold, he said, saying that's part of the problem. He would grab these big chunks of money, not pay taxes on the big chunks of money, and everyone knew it while we were investigating it. We could see it plain as day. This judge should hit pause. This judge should hit pause very quickly. This judge should not agree to this. This judge should say, sorry, way too much has come out that we don't know about until I get testimony from these two people. I'm not going to agree to a deal that clearly looks like this deal had none of this intel in it or all this intel was 
moved another way, looked at another way, decided on another way, wasn't done the right way. That's what should be said. All right, I want to get to your phone calls. 535-9732, By the way, all of this will be in our podcast. So if you don't listen to our podcast or you miss a show, grab it, Ben Ferguson Podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. And you can always go back and share this intel with your family and your friends. Put it on social media. It'll hack off some liberals when you do so. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. The warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. 